Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. And we welcome to the program Fred Hastings. Good morning, Fred. G'day, Paul. Uh, fresh from a, a big night at Menangle last night. What a fabulous night of racing it was. And we're going to relive many of the moments and rehash some of the great moments and catch up with a special guest very soon. But I thought we'd uh, get stuck into the replays, seeing it's a busy show. Uh, the first, we're going to work in backwards order, actually. We're going to kick off the replays with race seven. It was the group one tab Smith Miles. They run for the money in the Tablen Smith Mile 27 the quarter. At the moment, they're running the arms off the clock. It's Honolulu Bay, the leader. On the outside now, I cast no shadow, moves up and hits the lead. It's I cast no shadow and Honolulu Bay having a great battle. Zeus Bromax trying to wind up right down the outside behind the Majestic Cruiser. Going to the leaders, I cast no shadow over Honolulu Bay and Zeus Bromax storming out wide. But it's I cast no shadow. I cast no shadow finishes the best and I cast no shadow has beaten either Zeus Bromac right off the track or Honolulu Bay. And for first four players, you've got any number of horses, including... Max I cast Ryan. those shadow, the Len Smith uh, mile winner. Yeah, it was, uh, Paul. And uh, this horse is a very, very fast horse. We've seen it run some terrific times at Menangle. Its last run was a little bit on the indifferent side, and Jason Grimson's been able to bring him back from that and produce him there to win. He beat Honolulu Bay and Zeus Bromac. They went 148.8. Uh, the winner scoring by a neck. It was a terrific burst by I Cast No Shadow. And he's fired a, a shot across the bow of many horses as we're about to head into the uh, Miracle Mile Carnival. He is capable of some very fast times. And just on uh, the Beaten Brigade, Majestic Cruiser heading to New Zealand for the Cup. Race number six was the uh, Breeders' Challenge two-year-old Phillies final. And it was billed as a very much two-horse white race, but it didn't quite pan out that way with one ruffy splitting the two faves. 28-8 the next split, 55-7 the half. They work to the home corner and Peaceful led the way from Major Delight. In third spot being put to pressure now is Promised Land and they've got away from Sky Blue as heads were turned for home. First into the straight is Peaceful. Major Delight has to lift but has now lost the back of this leader as it kicks away. Peaceful in front. Major Delight now balances up once again. Promised Land and further out is Sky Blue. Here's Major Delight going out after on the inside. Peaceful. Ah, oh, Major Delight Delight. She's hit the lead. She comes away. She's a star, all right. She's too good, Major Delight. That's a great win. Sky Blue might have just got up to grab second and nose in front of Peaceful, but that's a camera. Promised Land fourth. And then came Savion, Studley Melise, Roll with Sloy, Miss Free Free, Treasure Stride, Eve Crocker last. 27-4 home, and they've broken. She's broken her own record here. She holds it at 150.5. That was an Australasian record, and the time is about to be posted. She's taken two-tenths off her own Australasian record. Sensational effort, Fred. Yeah, look, uh, she's a quality filly. Uh, she's unbeaten now. Um, she had to do it without cover. She's broken her own record and sat parked. And Mark Pitt, interestingly, said on the home turn, and you might have heard in the call there, I alluded to the fact she lost the back of the leader. The leader kicked away. And then she balanced up, and that's exactly what happened. She crabbed a little bit around that final turn, which some horses can do when they're going so quickly. But once she straightened up and balanced, she really shot past uh, Peaceful. Sky Blue actually got up to grab second, uh, as we heard there in that call. So major delight the two-year-old uh, Breeders' Challenge champion. Race five. Well, this was probably always going to be the race of the Breeders' Challenge series, and by oh, boy, oh boy, it didn't let us down.
But as they swing for home, 26-8 the quarter, and here we go again. It's on again like Donkey Kong around the corner. These two superstar Colts are going to go toe-to-toe the length of the straight. It's my ultimate Ronnie. Out after it very quickly now is Leap to Fame. Leap to Fame goes up, joins my ultimate Ronnie who kicks back. They're having a great battle, but it's Leap to Fame. Goes to the lead, gets a neck, a metre, two, three, four, comes away, and Leap to Fame, what a star. Goes home to beat my ultimate Ronnie, Teddy Disco and Muscle Bard, Mahomes steamed home and got fifth, and then came. I am the captain. The next one, King yeah, Tiger. The best two fought it out, Fred. Oh, look, absolutely. Uh, ended up scoring by five metres, did leap to fame. Uh, what a season he's had. He's won three Eastern State derbies, uh, a group one there with the uh, the Breeders' Challenge, and Grant Dixon has just got this horse at the very uh, top of his game. Um, they went 149, which, uh, which was another sub-150 for this uh, superstar horse. My ultimate, Ronnie. Yeah, you know, brave in defeat, uh, but leap to fame. Sitting Park was three deep there at one stage and has still gone a record. Uh, incredible performance. They got home in uh, 54.2 uh, for their last half mile. Quite an incredible horse. He, he's just the sort of horse, Paul, you see him transitioning uh, into an outstanding four-year-old and ultimately, uh, we guess, uh, uh, into the open class brigade. The three-year-old fillies, uh, this was another race that was billed as potentially a two-horse race with Steno and Madrid. Uh, Steno was sent out favourite, and here's how I saw the latter stages. Run for home and they run for the money and Group 1 Glory, Steno the leader about four metres in front of Captain Me, who's waiting on the out on the outside under pressure Madrid his ideal and dreams produced three out and Miss X driven for luck sticks to the inside, Steno the leader, Captain Me gets away from the inside ideal and dreams is putting in a burst and a good burst at that and back on the inside is Miss X, three abreast going to the lead, Captain Me ideal and dreams is trying to cut back the margin, it's Captain Me, ideal and dreams. Captain Me's in front and Captain Me wins the group one. Captain Me has tipped out. Ideal in dreams. Thirds a camera. Steno or Miss X. They were followed by Beauty Play. Silk Cloud all on their hammer with Parda Chevelle. Come say hi and sugar for my honey. Captain Me, the winner there, Freddie. Yeah, 33 to 1. Paul sent out as a roughy Jack trainer. That uh, was a, a group one, the first of his two group ones last night. Of course, he partnered uh, the Len Smith Mile winner, I cast no shadow, but this one he actually trains. He has done an outstanding job with this filly. She has worked through her uh, classes so well in this uh, company. Mick Harvey of King of uh, Swing fame uh, uh, owns Captain Me, of course, raced in those uh, beautiful fluorescent uh, colours, the yellow. They stand out like a sore thumb. And I can go back a few weeks ago when there was a horrible fog at Nangle uh, mm. and uh, Captain Me came through the doom and gloom in those uh, beautiful fluorescent uh, yellow colours. You could see them. Uh, they stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah, they're the, they're the best colours, aren't they? The bright oh. colours or something that stands out or contrasts well, in, especially when you said, uh, you know, fog conditions yeah. and things like that. Fortunately, Paul, there was no mm. fog last night, no. but, uh, but uh, we certainly saw Captain Me. But ideal in dreams for the BPM Bloodstock team. Uh, gee, she's done a good job this term. And Steno, she's been a great filly through her juvenile years, and uh, uh, Miss X was fourth. The first of the group ones, as I said, we've worked in backwards order. Again, there was uh, much uh, to do as far as the barrier draw when Captain's not got the best of the barrier draws. Better be the best. Uh, major celebrity and uh, model Barno all drew deep. And in the end, it was an all-the-way win for the favourite, Captain's Mock.
as they run the corner. 27 for the split. The leader was Captain's Knock. Waiting for the out. Smirks like a boss. Major Celebrity seemed to crab around that corner. Sweetheart Bart and Model Barno come with runs. The leader, Captain's Knock. Balancing up again, Major Celebrity. Sweetheart Bart gets home and Model Barno off the track. But it's gone for home here. Captain's Knock still about five metres in front. Steaming home has better be the best on the inside. Well, what a finish, but it'll be Captain's Knock. Captain's Knock has tipped out better be the best. What a run. In third spot, Model Barno, and they were lined up for first four players. There were a heap of them there, including Sweetheart. Yeah, as you mentioned, the second horse was a big run too, Fred. Yeah, before we speak to our guest uh, who trained and drove the winner, it's very hard when, when you win a Group 1, you do not want to take one thing away from a horse that wins a Group 1. But let me just paint the picture for those who didn't see the race. Better be the best. Drew uh, out wide. It came out of the 8 alley. It galloped away just as the starter let them go and missed the start by about 30 metres. It was able to tack on, and Nathan Turnbull just punched the pegs all the way up the straight, and it's run the winner to two and a half metres. Uh, I saw Nathan after the race. He said he doesn't know whether to be wrapped in the run and over the moon with it or sit down in a corner and uh, and cry. It was just one of those moments. Better be the best. Uh, if ever a horse... Uh, I guess uh, you, you expected it to win a Group 1. It just wasn't a be for him last night. But the horse that did win the Group 1, and this has been uh, an outstanding horse uh, this term, uh, Captain's Knock, Brad Hewitt, joins me. And congratulations, Brad, on uh, a Group 1 victory that this horse truly deserves. Yeah, good on you, Brad. Yeah, thanks for having me. He's just been a real tradesman-like horse, and that's probably the best term you can give this horse, Brad. You put him around, he just does what he has to do. He does everything right. He's a real tradesman at the caper, and he's only two. Yeah, that's right, Freddie. He's just a real little professional, and yeah, as you know, that goes a long way to winning these two-year-old races. And, yeah, just whatever comes his way, he just keeps on handling. He just yeah, takes everything in his stride. He's a, he's a real little racer. He's given you a few anxious moments through the series, Brad, but last night you, you were very confident you had him spot on. Yeah, just uh, a couple of weeks ago before the semis, everything had been spot on with him the whole prep, and through the week he, uh, he broke out and he had a really bad cold and snotty nose and coughing, so we've done our best to catch him up and get him through, and yeah. I was a lot happier going into last night than what I was uh, into the semis, that's for sure. The barrier draw certainly helped, as it turned out. It made a, a big difference, but you were able to, uh, I guess, hold the aces there. You were able to decide what game plan you, you wanted to, to, to apply going into the race, and obviously where you drew, you, you pretty much were committed to, to leading. Is he the sort of horse you think he is very adaptable, can lead, can come from behind them? Is he that that good a horse at such a young age? Yeah, he, to be honest, Freddie, he's, he's a lot better horse from behind, I think. But, yeah, he's, he's such a, a good little racehorse and good manners. Like, and like you said, when you get them draws in races like that, like you got to take full advantage of them. And, yeah, you, you'd, if you're going to get beat, you'd rather be beaten, not being good enough and yeah, on your merits and happen to, yeah, if you're unlucky with handing up or something. So, yeah, I was just happy that he got the job done and, yeah, he's just a, a lot better horse from, from behind going forward, I think. But, yeah, he, he can do anything. That's your fourth Group 1 uh, win as a, as a driver. 
and uh, your third as a trainer. So you're really stamping yourself uh, with, a, with a good team. You've got a good team of owners. And I know uh, the syndicate that race him, there's some pretty heavy hitters in that uh, syndicate. Were they all there last night? Ah, uh, yeah, most of them. There's a few boys down in uh, Melbourne that go down to Derby Day every every year. So a few of them boys didn't make it. And then uh, yeah, Jared, he's, he's actually got COVID, so... He's, he's missed him and uh, send it too, so I think we might have to bar him from any future group ones anyway. Well, that's it. He's, he hasn't been there and he's, he, he, the horse has won, so, uh, uh, but it would have been disappointing for Jared, no doubt, not being there. But I know, I'm pretty sure I heard Sammy Williams was there and, and uh, a few others. Yeah, yeah. Most of us, yeah, mate. We took a bus down and, um, yeah, he was actually out of the races and, yeah, Tommy Barry actually yeah, ventured over to, to watch him go around. He's, he's in a, been in a horse or two, so yeah, everyone had a real good night. Yeah, great to see. I, I did hear Tommy was there at the track, and, and, and great to have him there. Captain's knock last night, Brad, uh, clocked a time of uh, 52.9. That last half, and we're talking a two-year-old here, 54.3 coming home. I mean, that's uh, that's an incredible time. I, know, I, I have to pay tribute to your drive because I thought... You went the burn early, but then you pinched a 30.9 second quarter in a Group 1. You must have been feeling a whole lot better about things when uh, you went past that second uh, split timer and saw 30.9. Yeah, I couldn't believe it, to be honest. I yeah, looked around about six or seven times yeah, down the back and around the first corner, just when we were going so steady. And yeah, at the time, I obviously didn't know that... Um, to be the best of gals, I thought he would have been on his bike and up around outside me. And when I couldn't see him anywhere, yeah, I, I couldn't be happier. So it all just worked out perfect. You just, I said to a couple of fellas after that, yeah, I'll never go easier lead than that in a group one. You, you don't get that easier lead of most Tuesdays, but you take them when you can. Absolutely. And look, you would have seen the replay and you would have heard my commentary uh, prior to you coming on just then. Uh, Better be the best run was huge. Yeah, uh, to be honest, with you, I still haven't even looked at the replay. Oh, but, yeah, right. Everyone told me about it and how good he went. The same thing happened to me a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, old horse, spare me days. Yeah. Done the exact same thing in the two-year-old final, given yeah, 30 or 40, and yeah, only got beat yeah, a couple of metres. But that makes you think that's for sure. But, yeah, it was a funny story. I actually was underbidder on that horse at the sales, so... Yeah, I'd better be the best. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bath okay. sales last year, so well, there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, it's been a good ride for you, Brad. As I said, congratulations. Another group one in the uh, in the locker room for you. Uh, it's four as a driver, three as a trainer. This horse, a serious race horse. What do you do with him now? What's the plan now? Uh, Brad is crown eligible, Freddie. So um, then heaps of... Uh, uh, yeah, wait a week from today. So yep. just for, only just around the corner. So I'll just keep him tick along, give him a crack at that, and yeah, we'll go around next week and just see how it plays out. But yeah, if he goes good, beautiful. If not, uh, yeah, you'll just be going to the paddock. Awesome. Well, best of luck with him, Brad. He's a he's a serious racehorse, a real professional, and uh, and you're doing great things with your team uh, from your Golden Base. Good to talk to you, and thanks for giving us some time this morning. No, thanks, Freddie.
Cheers. Uh, that's Brad Hewitt, Paul. And just very quickly, the four-year-old Breeders' Challenge. Remiss not to, to give them a mention. The uh, uh, eighth race, Better Isolate, for Maddie Craven won in 149.7. Tay-Tay, uh, she won in 151.3. The Mare's Race, the uh, Group 3 trot, Van Senk won at big odds for the birthday boy, David Morris. And the first two races, uh, the uh, rising um, or Young Stars Invitational, unfazed for young Taylor Osmond. That was her first Metropolitan win, and what a way to bring it up uh, on a horse called Unfazed for Charlie Policina. Uh, that he's got this horse flying, uh, beat loyalist and rock and roll runner, and the Kari JC Cap and Plate Ideal Escape for Michaela Barnes. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's about the third time she's won this series. Uh, she was able to get Ideal Escape home for Jason Grimson. Jason himself had a big night with three winners, including, uh, of course, uh, a Group 1. So that's the way the marbles fell at Menangle last night. It was a super night of racing, and uh, it was uh, great to uh, be you know, part of the action uh, last night, Paul. And uh, I wish you well for the rest of the day, and we'll, we'll catch up during the week.